Welcome back, man. It's your boy Tank Ocho. And it's the Tank O E podcast, man. And we in the building. Welcome to season three. So I know I've been missing since February, and I'm I'm glad to be back. We've been going through this little pandemic and stuff like that, and we had to separate, so I haven't been able to give you guys episodes. But I thought about a new concept, you know, because I'm starting new things in my life and I'm transitioning with a new role inside my job. So that's going to take me away from um, doing uh, the show with, with uh, B. Lolo and Nico because I'm moving. Yes, your boy is moving on to bigger and better places. I'm moving towards the West Coast with the best smoke. But uh, I'm moving, man. It's a new it's a new uh, transition for me. I'm happy. Uh, I'm excited to uh, just be in a different time zone. But with this, I'm going to start a new series with you guys, and I'm going to uh, – Kind of go back to some of the old ways I was doing things, but I'm going to continue to entertain you guys and just, you know, uh, be a be a voice that you, you know, you're going to come back to every single week. Uh, what I'm what I'm doing now, I'm just going to start interviewing people. It's going to be me and another person or maybe two. And I'm going to interview them and I'm going to interview people of uh, different walks, you know, just people that works in human resource, people that works in the grocery, people that's a lawyer, people that's a social worker nurse doctors uh entertainers basketball players uh musicians just just everywhere i'm just gonna just open up my uh well open up your palette of listening when it comes to uh listening to tank on e man because I'm, I'm i'm moving man you know what i'm saying i gotta get big and better dog you know what i'm saying i got to grow you know what i mean <laughs> i can't keep being the same person you know i still love nico I still love B Lolo. You know they gonna be spotting in uh, when I when I can get them on the show. But you just got me. So if you got a problem with just me having just me, let me know, man. You know, matter of fact, don't let me know. <laughs> just play. But uh, I have an interesting guest. You know, we're gonna uh, go over the grocery business. This is my first guest, season three, episode one. We're gonna go over the grocery grocery business. With everything that's going on right now, I thought this would be an important, uh, important topic to cover because there's so much business around the grocer right now. You know, there's so much. I want to know why the hell we running out of toilet paper so fast. I want to know why the hell I can only get one pack of hot dogs or one pack of chicken wings. You know what I'm saying? I want my chicken wings. You know what I'm saying? I want I want to put a few packs of my chicken wings in my air fryer so I can put my little special sauce on that joint and sop them up. You know what I'm saying? That's what I want to do with my chicken. Okay? So we're going to ask her. And just to keep everything 100, because I want to hear all the dirt, all the behind-the-scenes stuff, we're going to keep her anonymous. You know what I'm saying? All you're going to know is her position and... Can't know the store. I got to keep everything anonymous, y'all. I ain't trying to get nobody fired. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I ain't trying to get nobody fired because I'm moving on. You know what I'm saying? Your boy, I'm moving on. I, I got me a job. You know what I'm saying? I don't want her to lose her job. You feel me? So, let me introduce my anonymous grocer, corporate person. That's how I just, I'm just going to keep it like that. Say what's up. Hi. Happy to be here anonymously. Anonymously. <laughs> Did you work today? Yes, I did. Oh, okay, okay. Work, working from home remotely, but hmm. still getting things done, so. Okay, okay. Thank you for coming on, man. Uh, this new concept, man, I hope you like it. It's just going to be me. You think you can rock with just me? 
I think I can rock with it. It definitely shows um, just your growth and where you're mm-hmm. at. And um, I mean, I think it's exciting. I mean, especially at this age, just to learn about different industries. Like it's a different way of yeah. learning about different industries and just hearing, you know, people's personal stories. So. Yep. Yep. Because, you know, I'm just going to cover a lot of wide range. Like I got a guy that's going to tell you how to run a bar, how to start a bar business. About leasing, all that. We're going to talk, man. We're going to talk about the apartment business. We're going to talk about everything on this show. And I'm excited to uh, just give you something new every single week when it comes to uh, just expanding. I'm going to be the next Joe Rogan. Or I'm the next Joe Rogan. You feel me? That's exciting. I'm the black Joe Rogan, baby. (laughs) (laughs) So let's get to you. So what made you get into the grocery business? Um, Grocer, right? (laughs) I'm using the right term, grocer. Yes, retail grocer. So I was actually looking to just tap into a a different industry. Um, So I've been in the grocery business for three years. Prior to that, I was in moving and storage. So it's completely different. Like Mm -hmm. my career has always been in that field. So I wanted to tap into something that one, you know, would be innovative um, you know, as grocers, you're always having to find like the next best thing. You're always putting out new products. Um, you're always rebranding. And I just mm-hmm. didn't see that with the industry that I was in and just kind of like just talking with different people that I knew that was also in retail. There's so many opportunities. Um, even with my position now, I didn't think that I would be in this position. Mm-hmm. Um, just really like overseeing different projects and um just improving like a lot of processes and just being so hands-on like i did not see that as my career but it is and and i definitely enjoy it Mm. that's dope that's dope Mm. so how long you been with the company you with now um i've been there for almost three years three years Mm -hmm. okay 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 so on that level you have to uh so like what do you do in your position like explain your position to them so my position is I'm a manager of retail projects. So basically anything that happens in store as far as like the overall operations, it hits my department. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it could be like another department wanting to collaborate with us and push something into like the store. Nothing goes on in the store without us knowing. Mm-hmm. Nothing goes on without me testing it first. Nothing goes on like without us reviewing it, without us, you know, talking to like our field leadership that's basically out there in the field with the stores. Like nothing goes on without us having a hand in it. Or if it's a matter of, you know, a process that needs to be implemented, mm-hmm. that's what my department is responsible for. So I oversee a lot of that. Um, driving sales, of course, is key. So, I mean, we're always there for the sales. Um, and we're also always looking for ways to like save money. So just kind of like looking at expenses, um, depending on, you know, depending on what it is, but we Mm -hmm. have our hands in pretty much everything that goes on in the Mm -hmm. company. So what, what decides where you, uh, you guys put a store at? Like how, how's that determined? Um, so our company is structured a little different, but it really just depends on one, if we already have a footprint like within that particular city. Mm -hmm. So if it's, you know, something that we see where we can like expand and possibly, you know, put a location there and just kind of run the numbers and just like looking at other grocers that may or may not be in the area. If there's an opportunity for us, we're going to look at that. Um, Also, 
Also, it really just depends because we have private owners as well. So if they feel like we want to put this particular store in this neighborhood, we think it'll do well. Mm -hmm. They can connect with us and they can put a store in that area. Mm. So so I can own the store myself if I want to. Oh, yeah. Most definitely. Mm, so I can buy if, in. If you had the money. Yes, had you can. <laughs> That's dope. That's dope. Yep. So what's your biggest corporation that own the most stores? Um. Oh, you can't see it. I can't really share that. <laughs> <laughs> see, I'm messing up already, I can't really share this that. I mean, but, but we, it's we do It's somebody that have like 100 stores, right? Yeah, yeah. We do have owners that have, yeah. So you got to own multiple stores to really make some money. Not really. Not really. No. You can be a mom and pop. Like that could be your bread and butter. But just, again, depending on the area that mm -hmm. you're in, um, depending on how you like market things. Yeah. I mean, you can do very, very well. So if I own the, if so if I own a store, will I have to do anything? You guys are manager for me and do everything all that? No. You basically have our name. You have our branding. Like you can, you mm -hmm. get access to that. Um, you get access to a store you, manager. No, I mean you're responsible for all of that. I gotta hire the store manager. You're like it's yours. Mm. You're responsible for all of that. So y'all just giving me the product. Y'all just dropping the dope off. I gotta cook it. In some cases, yes. Mm. Or you can get it from somewhere else, but you still have like a buy-in to us. Oh, I can get there's, I, there's levels. I get my dope. <laughs> I get my dope other places up. Oh yeah. Yeah, because Chico still, go cut me a deal. But you still gotta give us a cut. It ain't. So it's, oh it's wait a minute, wait a minute. It's different levels. Like well, it's levels. Because some people buy in just the fact for having the name. How big is y'all cut? Oh, I don't know that for certain. Mm. I'm not sure about that. But I work for a a, a grocer that's across the country. Mm -hmm. We're not just local in one yeah. like in one area. Um. We have a heavy influence down south mm -hmm. on the East Coast, yeah. in the Midwest. Yeah. Um, we've had a couple stores out west. Um, mm -hmm. But something that I've noticed about retail or discount retail grocers, they're more like on the East Coast, Midwest, down mm -hmm. south. And then it's like everyone's trying to migrate to the West Coast at this point. So Wow. Why yeah. is that? Why is it you think it's a big? I'm not sure. Um, I'm not really sure of like... I guess, like, their competitors out there. So just to name, like, a few companies, just to, like, give you an idea of, like, what type of grocer I work for. So I work for a discount, discount grocer. So you're looking at stores like, you're looking at stores like Aldi, Trader Joe, Lidl, mm -hmm. Ruler Foods, um, Food for Less, Save-A-Lot. Like, yeah. those are the type of stores that you're looking at. They're mm -hmm. smaller in scale, but they are clearly... Far and wide across the country. Mm. Okay. I mean, even when you think about it, like Family Dollar, Dollar General, and Dollar Tree. I mean, even though they're mostly general merchandise, we still look at them as competitors because we sell general merchandise sometimes too. So yeah. it's like, yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. So, hmm, that is so interesting. Yeah. So uh, what is the hiring process for like a store manager? Like if I want to go be a store manager, what's the process for me oh you go on the website mm -hmm. um and apply um even for a cashier i mean mm -hmm. you'd go on the website and you'd apply um and really that is more so up to the district manager i mean we yeah. do have a screening process at the corporate level mm -hmm. um but it's 
really best to like know some, you know, know somebody that knows somebody. somebody. Yeah. Um, networking is very important. Um, but it's really up to like the district manager, um, mm-hmm. to kind of see if you're a good fit for that. Is it a tough job? Long hours? Very tough job. Very long hours. Um, I, I deal with store managers. I mean, sometimes I accidentally call them like not being aware, like, oh, you're off today. Because, I mean, we just have that type of, you know, connection where I, I definitely think it's important to build relationships mm-hmm. with people that are out in the field because they're seeing everything every day. So you, you guys see high turnover in that position? Store managers, no. no. Cashiers, typically, yeah. What store managers start off as? Probably 50. It depends um, yeah. on how good you can negotiate for yourself. 50 is tough for me. to. Do. That's tough. That's tough to take 50 to be a store manager. That's a lot. Oof. I see some making 50. Mm-hmm. I see some making 60. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen some making more than that, just depending yeah. on how long they've been around. Mm-hmm. Um, but really, you just have to be smart about negotiating your salary because as a store manager, there is no overtime. And... More than no like, OT. No OT. And more than likely, you are working on your days off. Mm-hmm. I mean, whether it's just responding to text messages to whoever's running the store while you're not there, making sure, you know, everything that you've kind of outlined as far as like what you want done on your day off, making sure it's being followed up on. Um, mm-hmm. If a district manager walks into your store and they're like, why isn't this done and you're off? Guess what? You need to address it. I mean, because essentially it's your store. You're responsible um, for it, whether you're there or not. Yeah. So, mm, that's interesting. Yeah. So, when in your position, does that call for you to go to the store sometimes and work? Absolutely. Mm. Um. So, what you do when you go there? Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I definitely like being in the field. I will say that I'm very hands-on. I'm in the back rooms. I'm in the office. I'm asking a thousand questions. Mm-hmm. I'm playing with the registers. I'm in the meat room. I'm playing with a scale. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm like, what else am I doing? I'm working with vendors that, you know, that come in and out of the store. Um, mm-hmm. I'm engaging with the customers. Are you over the store managers? Is that your responsibility? Oh, that's the district manager. The district manager. Over, But you kind of, like, give them... Give them guidance. Guidance, yeah. Yeah, I definitely give them guidance. Um, in a lot of instances, I have to provide training mm-hmm. to district managers. Yeah. And, I mean, sometimes the store managers, too, but it's easier yeah. to give the training to the district managers and, and then have them the pass it down. Yep. So, do people hate to see you coming? Like, oh, here come corporate. Some So... <laughs> Here it comes, so yes no. with these bulls. <laughs> yes and no. So I would say if you don't know me mm-hmm. um, and I come into your store and I'm like, hey, I'm from corporate. It's like, oh, like, what does she want? Maybe rolling why are you here? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, why is she here? Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like once you get to know me and you see that I'm like, I'm not bullshitting. Mm-hmm. You see I'm about my business. You see that I'm there to help you, like mm-hmm. to essentially make your life easier. Yeah. And if you're nice to me. And you have situations going on, like yeah. you can have my work number, you can call mm-hmm. me whenever you need something, and I can make stuff happen. You know what I'm saying? Like make stuff happen for yeah. you. Um, so the store managers like that know me now. Mm-hmm. Like they know if they need something, they can call me. And if I can't do it for them, then I'm gonna do whatever I can to like try to connect the them to that person. Yeah. yeah. I get that same type of vibe in my field too. When mm-hmm. I walk in, they be like, Oh man, 
I know you especially probably get it from the black folks the most. Be like, so it's funny because short story. Mm-hmm. Um, so kind of like before, like all this pandemic, like broke out. I was at a store mm-hmm. helping out just because there was a need. And there was a store manager that I've never met. Uh, they were at the store helping out, too. And mm-hmm. so he kind of like walks up to me and he's like, hey, I'm such and such. What's your name? What store do you normally work at? And I'm like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm from corporate. And it's like, they sent some, you know, they sent someone from corporate down here. And I'm like, yeah. And then it's like, well, do you know what you're doing? And I'm like, (laughs) yeah, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) And then they saw me in the meat room tagging me. And it's like, wait, do you know what I'm like? Yeah, I know what I'm, I know what I'm doing. And so I think for them, they're like just kind of shocked because especially with my company, there are a lot of people who work for my company who have not been in one of our stores. Would not be seen there. I don't even think it's a matter of being seen. <laughs> they just choose not to shop there. Yeah. And that's that's perfectly fine. I mean, because there's definitely stores that I choose not to shop at. Like, I, you know, like, oh, I'm not going, you know, I'm not going in there. Yeah. I don't, you know, want to do that. Um. So a lot of our, you know, like our store employees have this perception of, you know, corporate employees feel as if they're, you know, better than or there's some type of disconnect when in reality, as far as I'm concerned, like I really try to do whatever I can to just kind of build a relationship and definitely gain their trust mm-hmm. because I'm going to need something yeah. one day. Like True. I'm going to need something yep. one day. So mm-hmm. and I need as many people on my side like as I can. So. Yeah, that foot that you stepped on is connected to that leg, to that butt. You might have to kiss one. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, so let's 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 get to the store. Okay. So give me the give me the uh, take me behind the curtain. Okay. I want to take them behind the curtain. Okay. So what are some of the things that grocers don't want us to know? Mm. That you would think like some of the things they don't want us to know. Okay, one thing I will say is that a lot of stores that appear to have a butcher, Mm -hmm. they don't. Okay. A lot of meat is Mm prepackaged and... um, Frozen? No, not necessarily frozen. Mm -hmm. It's just prepackaged. So... At the plant? Yeah. Okay. So, why are you thinking that somebody is back there actually slicing and dicing steaks and, oh, I want it cut? Like, No. That's not happening. Yeah. It's coming from a plant onto mm-hmm. our trucks, into our stores. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are a lot of retailers that do that. They try to give off this perception of, oh, we have like all this fresh cut meat. It's not the case. Mm-hmm. You want fresh cut meat, go to a meat market. Mm-hmm. And in some instances, some of that stuff is prepackaged also. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. What about the um, cleanliness? Like, is it clean back there? Like, what's going? What's in the back? It depends. It depends. <laughs> um, I have been to stores where their back room is spick and span. I've been to stores to where I've had to, like, kind of help them get organized. Because, honestly, like, organization is key. Mm-hmm. Um, and how successful your store will run. And I've seen some of the worst. Um, Let's talk about that worst. Okay. <laughs> what's some of the worst? Um... I mean, just not clean. Um, the floors are dirty. There's like spilt milk, so it's 
smells like there's some type of spoilage going mm-hmm. on. You have rodents. Um, what kind of, is there different types of rodents? We just talking about one. Do I mean, mostly mice. Mostly mice. <laughs> yeah. The, is, what about any raccoons or? I've squirrels? never, I've never seen raccoons. Um, I've heard of a couple stories that involve squirrels, <laughs> um, some birds, and then a couple locations bats. So right now is a good time. A bat. Oh, yeah. I ain't fooling oh, no. Yeah. See, you oh, yeah. can't bring up bat in a time like this. You you can't bring up no bat in a time like this now. But this I'm not, is, uh, I don't know about no bat. Between like, nah. I mean like the winter and April, that's when you start seeing bats. And that could be anywhere. That could be anywhere. I ain't doing, I don't do no bats. I mean, but you wouldn't know. I want, listen, there's a <laughs> Like I can't, I can't do no spider. I can't. I can't do spiders. Mm-hmm. If I see a spider, I gotta kill him. He gots to go. Ain't no letting him slide. Ain't no nah, dog. Uh, can't do much about a bat. Snakes. I don't. I don't like snakes. Mm-hmm. I don't like bats. Mm-hmm. And I hate cats. Whatever. I, I hate cats. <laughs> I, I. I'm not. I'm not a fan of cats. If y'all listen to this, and y'all own cats. I would never come to your house if you have a cat. Don't like them. They scare the shit out of me. Makes me nervous. You shouldn't be so scary. I was <laughs> I was scared watching Joe Exotic. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I was scared of all the damn cats. He nah, dog can't do my lot them things be sneaking up on you, man. But that's a whole nother story. Oh my gosh. So let's get back to this. So give me the story. We we talked off air a little bit before we started. Oh uh, yes, we did. <laughs> about the uh the, the the certain smell that's in the store. So let's tell this story. So, I received a call from a store manager, mm-hmm. um, and it was in a different state than I am currently in, yep. so I mean, it wasn't like it was something I can go check up on myself, mm-hmm. but they were complaining about a very bad odor in their store, and so I connected them like with the department that could um, basically get someone out there. And they sent an exterminator. Mm-hmm. The exterminator went out there, searched high and low, did not find any type of animal. Like, man, I can't find nothing. Exactly. Um, instead, what they found mm-hmm. was a body. What type of body? A dead body. A human body. In <laughs> mm. a human dead body in um, in the air ducts. Wow. Of the store. Mm. So that. Definitely caused some issues. Definitely mm-hmm. had to shut the store down. Um, had to call the fire department. Wow. Fire department had to cut the person out of the air duct. Oh, man. Yeah. So it made for a very exciting Tuesday. But the smell was probably there for like two weeks. Oh, hell no. I'm going organic. Yeah. <laughs> call me. Instead of Tank Ocho, I'm Tank Organic. So, yeah, as you I'm can imagine, organic. we have so many questions as to how this person found themselves in the air ducts of our store. Wow. Yeah. We had to go on the roof and, yeah. Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's never a dull day. That's crazy. Ever. That's Ever crazy. a dull day. I never heard it before. Oh, no, me either. Did it make the news? Possibly. Possibly. Hey, people are going to be going on Google <laughs> right now. 
dead man in Eric Duck. Possibly. <laughs> Possibly. We're going to go on Google trying to look this up. But um, So what are some of the things I should buy and not buy at grocery stores, if you would say? I wouldn't necessarily necessarily say like what you should and shouldn't buy. Um, but I would say like be mindful of dates. Like that's one thing now, especially that I work for a grocery store. I check the dates on everything. I don't care what it is. I don't mm -hmm. care if it's a perishable, non-perishable. I no. am checking the date. Like I have to have faith in, <laughs> in the date on the product. Mm -hmm. Um, our company does have processes in place to make sure that we're rotating products because with any grocer, you want to sell, you know, first in, first out. Like you want to yeah. sell, you know, your oldest inventory as quick as you can. Um, and we do have processes in place where um, the, the store leadership team, like they're supposed to check spe specific categories, make sure they're rotating everything. Certain categories have to be rotated like every time you stock it. So like meat. Like, there's mm -hmm. no reason there should be three-week-old meat, mm. you know, on a shelf. Because if that's your department and that's what you're managing, then you need to make sure that the close-dated product is more so up to the front yeah. versus the back. So, that's another tip. Mm. Pull from the back. Because... The newest is in the back. Exactly. Okay. Um, Same thing with, like, Y'all listen to these tips. <laughs> Take these tips. We're giving y'all grocery tips. Um, Pull from the back. Most of y'all know that already, but some of y'all don't. Y'all yeah. just be too lazy. Y'all just take whatever on top. Yeah. Y'all take the cheapest. Yeah. <laughs> same it's with cheap for a reason. Same with the um with dairy. I mean, yeah. and like the smoked meat and lunch meat and stuff like that. Um, I mean that those are like items that typically sell pretty quickly anyway. So there's less of a chance for something to you know to be out of date. Yeah. Um, but. Even in like the non-perishables or, you know, items that have like a longer date span, still check the dates because yeah. it's so easy for stuff to get missed. And especially depending on like how large the grocery store is too. Sometimes people like to shortcut. Mm -hmm. um, some items are just slow sellers. So we try to keep track of all of that information mm -hmm. so that if it does get to a point to where it's like we keep track of it like in our warehouse. So if we say like, hey, we still have, you know, product in our warehouse and it's getting ready to go out of date within like the next month, we're immediately telling our stores like, hey, this product is getting ready to go out of date within the next down. month. It needs to be marked down, like yeah. move it to the front. And then, by the way, we're about to push what we have out in the distribution center out to you, too, so we can sell that okay. because it sells in the stores, not the DCs. Okay. Yep. So when it comes to meat, you say you mark meat. What's the date on meat? How long meat lasts out on the floor? Typically, four days. Do you hear four days for four me? Days. Four days. And what date you guys put on there? Seven days from? No. Y'all put a four-day date window mm -hmm. on there? Yep. So it's firing four days. So what if I get on that fourth day? Am I still good? You're still good. Um, You either need to cook it that day uh -huh. or you need to go freeze it. Freeze it. Immediately. I mean, okay. Immediately. So after that fourth day, it's bad. No bueno. I wouldn't eat it. Okay. Mm -hmm. And that's like another rule as far as like, mm -hmm. um, just like when you're calling. So like that's the product, uh, the mm -hmm. process of like going through and pulling out like the, the items that don't look desirable mm -hmm. or whatever. Like you see that a lot in produce. So a lot of people like they're picking out the bad fruit or the bad vegetables. Like that yeah. process is called culling. Um, What's it called again? Culling. Culling. I never mm -hmm. heard of that. Picking out the bad fruit. Yeah, so what they do? They put, fruit and they, put the, they put the bad fruit and vegetables in the front. 
No. It's good fruits and vegetables in the back? So sometimes sometimes they do rotate. Mm -hmm. So, like, if if you ever notice, pay attention. If you ever notice when you go into a grocery store and somebody's, like, working a produce section and they have, like, new product out and there's still product there, nine times out of ten, they're going to try to put that product in the back put the stuff that's been out there a little longer like on top so that it can sell if mm-hmm. not then basically they're gonna have to pull that and throw it yeah. out mm-hmm. and that's waste and no store wants waste yeah um so so yeah but basically the rule especially the rule that i give you know anybody that i talk to is just if you wouldn't eat it don't try to sell it because mm-hmm. the last thing we need is for a customer to identify it and try to say like, oh, well, this store is trying to that, tell me. There's a lot of people that eat some nasty. It is, but it's like, <laughs> I mean, you don't want the image of this store is trying to sell me something Ooh, bad. Yeah. I mean, even if there's meat out there, and I don't care if it's within date or not, mm-hmm. if it doesn't look okay to eat. Like, mm-hmm. I remember one time I was working with um, someone in the meat department. They're vegetarian. So they don't, I guess they don't really pay. Not to say they don't pay attention, but what looks good to them definitely may not look okay to someone else. And so we had got sent some product from the supplier that did not look the best. It was within date. Everything Mm -hmm. was okay with it. It just didn't look right. Um, It looked a little gray. And they put it on the sales floor. And they're like, well, the dates are good. And this is where I pulled it from. I said, but it's gray. And I was Mm -hmm. like, I understand that you're a vegetarian, so you wouldn't eat any of this. But I'm telling you, you can't sell this. Like, this is disgusting. Pull mm-hmm. this, you know. So I, I definitely have that mindset because the last thing I want is for a customer to come by and say, uh, why does that look like that? Yeah. Because you're not going to tell the customer why I just pulled it out the box. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't, you know. So we since, we, since we own that, mm-hmm. since we own customers. So what about the complaints? You get a lot of complaints? Um, What's some of the top complaints? Really, some complaints that I've like been present for is just like out of stock like not having a certain product in stock um sometimes it's not our fault you know as Mm -hmm. a store I mean we definitely have um and most stores do like they have this system where either you're ordering it yourself and so if you see there's an empty hole there you're going to continue to order it Mm -hmm. we just don't have it in our warehouse or a lot of stores are set up what's called like a perpetual inventory where they have a system that's keeping track of all of this. So as soon as you're out of that item, it's going to automatically Reorder. replenish it. Yeah. But in a lot of cases, the vendor, like we we have vendor and supplier issues. Mm-hmm. Like supply chain is just a whole nother thing. And it's something mm-hmm. that we've definitely been seeing with like all this pandemic that's been going on. Yeah. So have you guys seen an uptick in sales since it's been going? Uh, Most definitely that's more money in your pocket uh yeah i mean (laughs) (laughs) as long as sales are up um in my book i mean we're doing well so Mm -hmm. and we've seen um i wouldn't say a consistent um increase in sales because of course when this first started like the first week i think we noticed like we were up like 50 percent in sales and it's like "Mm, what's going on like it Mm -hmm. wasn't just one area it was everywhere and then the next week when everybody was really panic buying we were up like 80 percent in sales Mm. 
So we've seen an increase compared to last year's sales, but it's not like in the 40 and 80%. Okay. It's still an increase. So in, in my book, like, mm-hmm. we're doing well. So answer this question. I told him I was going to get to this question. Okay. Why in the hell are y'all running out of toilet paper? That is not our fault. <laughs> that is the customer's fault. No, I'm just playing. Um, that's the panic buy-in. But really, that's a supplier issue. Mm. I mean... We can only get it on our shelves as fast as the supplier gets it to us. I got some terrible toilet paper right now, too. It's oh, my gosh. Breaking. <laughs> got that cottonelle. I just was like, why did I get you? The cottonelle is thick, too. It be breaking, too. <laughs> my, my cheeks be breaking the <laughs> Too much information. Oh, but my god. My, my cheeks be breaking the cottonelle. But, I mean, you see, like, so many brands of toilet paper that you never saw before because it's like... Oh, they booming right now. Hey, hey, I know we make meat, but we gonna make toilet paper exactly. too. Exactly. Hey, man, get us a toilet paper section in here, this factory. But you would be surprised, like what type of shortages there are, just because yeah of all this that's going on. Is there any uh, meat shortages going on right now? Kind of. So I wouldn't necessarily say that it is a shortage. It is more so a supplier issue. So as mm-hmm. plants decide to close. Um, to kind of maintain, you know, like the, the health of their own employees. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not producing, so we're not getting meat. Um, and that's everywhere. Yeah. And so that's why you see a lot of limits on particular items. Um, but of course, you want to make sure that, you know, your customers can get whatever they're coming to shop for. So that's why we put limits on it. Um, but truth be told, like we've had to switch vendors. Like, if one vendor says, I can't get you chicken this week, then it's like, okay, well, let me find another vendor. But that vendor's probably already working with, you know, some other retailer. Mm-hmm. So, a lot of stores right now, I mean, especially if you go to the grocery store, you notice, like, this store doesn't typically sell this. Like, what is this? I mean, they're literally trying to take whatever they can get just to have a product for the customer. So they be like, hey, man, hey, hey, we'll take it. <laughs> what y'all got? Y'all got that? Oh, we'll take it. Exactly. That's crazy, man. Exactly. Well, I do I do appreciate your store definitely being one of the go-to stores during this pandemic. Because you, you was telling me all the time, oh, we stay packed. Oh, we got this, this, and that. You know what I'm saying? We we out of Roman noodles, though. <laughs> we out of Roman noodles. Y'all running out of Roman noodles. But see, there's a Roman noodles shortage. There is? I mean, not that there was that there's like a shortage, but... That mm-hmm. is typically an item that you see pallets and pallets of in store. Mm-hmm. And you don't necessarily see that anymore because you're waiting. I mean, it's a non-perishable item. A lot of people are going out to buy, buy like, non-perishable. So, like, canned goods is something you see out of stock mm-hmm. a lot. Um, noodles is one of them. Um, something else. I can't think of it right now. But when Get you think noodles and odos. Exactly. But when you think about that type of stuff, like, there was a time period where you couldn't get it or right now we're very limited on how much the vendor is willing to even sell us mm. yeah that's interesting it's crazy i was um under the impression that you know when uh everyone was catching the um the covet in the uh meat package that we was gonna be out of luck mm-hmm. you know with uh donald trump putting um putting uh executive order in that they get back to work and things like that mm-hmm have you guys been seeing an uptick in like possibly um, more fresher items like your vegetables your fruits maybe uh 
salads, greens, like. No. No. We've actually seen a lot of waste when it comes to fresh produce. So nobody wants fresh produce right now. Wow. And what's funny is that the suppliers are giving it to the retailers at a really good price. Mm -hmm. But when you think about it, a lot of people aren't going to the grocery stores as often. Mm -hmm. um, perishables oh. don't really last that long. Okay. They rather buy frozen. And it, it was so funny because I was on a call and they were like asking the leadership like, yeah, we're having all this waste and, and produce. And I'm like kind of raising my hand, like even though yeah. the question wasn't directed towards me, I'm like, as a consumer, I'm going to buy frozen vegetables and not fresh vegetables or fresh fruit because they last longer and I'm not trying to, you know, to be out and about and in the store. So, so yeah. Makes sense. Yep. Makes sense. Yep. It's crazy. Yep. That, it ain't crazy, but I totally get it. Yep. Wow. Cause I was, I was, I was under the assumption that, you know, just, well, you know, there's a meat shortage. We're going to, uh, you know, eat healthy. Get yeah. Eat healthy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So. They'll eat healthy out the frozen owl. Okay. Yeah. Frozen salmon. I mean, like frozen, frozen broccoli like and broccoli and Brussels sprouts and stuff like that. I hate Brussels sprouts. <laughs> if you eat Brussels sprouts, ill. Bro, Brussels sprouts are not bad. You know, I like Brussels sprouts from Cooper's Hawk. You ever had those? Mm-hmm. They fire. Ain't They're they? good. Yeah, I They're like those. Good. I'm, I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> I'm like, I miss Cooper's Hawk. I miss Cooper wine. Hawk, yeah, Cooper's <laughs> Hawk was the plug. I ain't gonna lie to you. I was the plug. Yeah, I used to be the plug. <laughs> but I appreciate you coming on. No problem. You know, uh, just kind of, you know, giving them an insight and behind the grocer. You know, I'm going to name this episode The Grocer versus the Pandemic. <laughs> because I just, you know, one thing that, you know, it hit me um, that I need to go to this, this direction was uh, I did a pod a uh, day ago. And I was sitting there and uh, it was on the, the Sioux audience. If you guys don't listen to it, man, great show with a couple, uh, couple guys. I have some great guests on there. Sisu and Marcus Onesimus Boston. That's how you say his name. He says his <laughs> full name. I'm gonna have Sisu on the next week episode. But uh they was basically telling me at the end of the show, they was like, Man, listen. Sisu was like, Listen, dude. <laughs> you he's talking. Like, listen, dude, you have a talent, dude. He's like, You have a talent. He was like, Don't let it go to waste. He was like, just put out episodes. Don't worry about if no one likes it or not. So that's why I just was kinda like, you know what? Season three, I'm going to do it my way. Mm -hmm. I'm going to get back to it. Because to be honest with you guys, I know y'all probably come here for the jokes and laugh and social media stuff. I'm done talking about all that. I'm not going to talk about Jocelyn Hernandez or Stevie J or, or Lil Fizz and April <laughs> Jones. I'm done talking about their ass. I don't know the motherfuckers. I probably ain't going to never meet them. I'm done talking about them. We here to do interviews. I'm going to give you some insight. They're going to be funny. They're going to be fun, uh, informational, and it's going to be dope. You know what I'm saying? I had an opportunity to sit down with a grocer, and we were able to go over everything and give you guys behind behind looks. So if you didn't gain anything from this conversation, you stupid, then I'm going to No, but I hope you gained something from this uh, conversation. Let's, let's give them a few tips before we go. One, mm -hmm. on your meat, four days. Four days. Four days on your meat. Mm -hmm. When it comes to your fresh fruit and vegetables. Pull from the back. Pull from the back. If possible. If possible. <laughs> when it comes to your milk. 
Pull from the back if possible. Pull from the back if possible. Okay. What about the Cheez-Its? Pull from the back if possible. Even on the Cheez-Its? Yeah. Oh, the Cheez-Its? Yeah. Pull from the back if possible. Okay. Listen, I mean, I'm just saying, like... Pull from the back That's if a possible. type of item that is not, like, a quick dated. Like, it's yeah. not going to go out of date quick, but... But if it's going to see your At cabinet. least just check your dates. Yeah, if it's going to sit in your cabinet for a while, man. Just Pull from it. the back. <laughs> just check your, check just your stuff, check man. Your, check your dates. If it's going to sit back there. Most stores, it. if not all, rotate their product. Yeah. Pull from the back. Pull from the back. Let someone else pull from the front. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Don't you pull. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You pull from the back. You hear her? All right. So I appreciate you coming on the show. This your boy Tank Ocho Easy. Mr. Tank Organic now. Because I'm not eating that food. And this is my anonymous person. Here anonymously. I want to know. I want to know what's your name, your name, your name. But you got to be anonymous. But anyways, all right, man. We out, man. Tank only. Peace.